So, um, we missed a week. Oops. Uh, schedules. I mean, come on now. What are those? Overrated, man. Time is but a construct. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But we are here. Yes, we are. So So thank you guys for coming and joining us. Uh, This is Yelling in the Distance podcast, where we talk about uh, ourselves, and we talk about what's going on in entertainment on a week-to-week basis, barring barring last week. Uh, I'm one of your uh, gracious co-hosts, Adam, and with me is none other than Eli. Hello. I'm the one who yells about things and has opinions. Yes, 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 he does. So, Eli, what have you been up to this past week? Well, uh, first things first. Um, so, this happened pretty much, I believe, the same day uh, we recorded uh, uh, the last episode of the podcast. Uh, so, I finished, um, what's it called? The Outer Worlds. I finished it. I beat the oh. main story. Uh, I did it? not side with the board. Uh, <laughs> if if anyone was had any doubts, I almost immediately in the first chance I got gave the board a stiff middle finger "fuck you" to the face. Fair enough. Uh, and when that happened, my relationship with the board immediately went down, and uh, everyone on Byzantium ha- was uh, in shoot on sight mode. So I had a little bit of fun slaughtering everyone on Byzantium. <laughs> okay. Um. That didn't I mean, happen they came in my at me. <laughs> Yeah, no. They, I was already losing a bit of rapport with them. Right. So when I sided with the board, uh, not when I didn't side with the board, uh, my it went like all the way down. I lost everything. That's funny. And uh, the moment I walked in uh, into Byzantium, everyone was just shooting at me, hunting me down. So I was like, "Fuck it." Uh, so I just I, I went to town. Yeah, uh, it was pretty. It was pretty lucrative. They had some good stuff. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Money. Um, money. Did they? Uh, did you do the? Uh, did you do all the side quests? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made sure. I, I made sure they were like happy with their deaths uh, <laughs> did you i do, made sure they died with no regrets did you do the one with um where you became a uh, like a movie star yes that one was so fun that one that one was great i fucked it up the first time mm-hmm. uh so i had to retry it because i didn't know he actually wanted you to like do some action mm-hmm. uh i didn't i but then redoing it there was a big fat hint where he was basically like nudging you in the elbow, uh, like nudging you in the ribs with his elbow, because uh, he was like, "Hey, uh, you don't have a script, so just go at just ad lib." And uh, all the actors have real guns, so <laughs> you know, be sure to do your thing. And I was like, "Cool, got it, peace." <laughs> so I didn't do the action the first time. And he was like, "That was meh. We'll call you." And I was like, oh, okay, alright, let's, uh, let's create an alternate timeline here. <laughs> and, like, first chance I got, I just slaughtered, um, the act, those poor, poor actors. Oh, and, yeah. uh, and, <laughs> and he was like, I loved it. With, um, what's it called? There was some funny moments with, uh, dumb. So, in my playthrough, I, I did the dumb route, right? 
but I also did like max science and medicine and all that stuff. So she was a smart, dumb person. Okay. Uh, which is amazing. And so like every time I got a chance, I would pick the dumb unless it was like science 100. So like I, (laughs) I argued with him down to the, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to attack you. Cause you know, you're not, you're going off script. So I'm going to go off script. Ah, it was like that killed him on sight. One, one hit with my uh, hammer. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, but you know, I loved that, that um, mission. But how'd you feel about the end? Um, I thought, I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I lo- just the fact that, um, just everybody, cause the, cause the, the way it was, what was going on was, you know, the, the food shortage, right? Shortage. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what happens, there needs to be a solution for the, for the, uh, for the lack of food. Either you side with the board and you basically go with like shifts, uh, <laughs> that slowly leads to starvation, or you could take the gamble and unfreeze you know, the, the people on the hope and try to have some of the greatest minds come together with a solution. And, uh, I thought it was a, I thought it was a very cool, um, what is it? Like hopeful ending. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or I was like, we didn't really, like, we came up with a, you know, a couple solutions and we're on the, the, the path to progress. Oh yeah. That also um, like kind of left like, um, what's it called? room for like future games if they wanted to absolutely because it wasn't like an because uh, it wasn't like a, a clear-cut you know ending mm-hmm. it was kind of like you know we're, we're still figuring we're on a good like track to a solution but we don't really have uh like a solid thing yet yeah um i thought it was a very it was just a cool like um look towards the future type thing a very it was a positive um ending oh yeah no for uh, sure I have no idea what the fuck's up with the board uh but you know what fuck them <laughs> better off without them um did you keep the the one the one board member dude alive that like like the the chairman yeah so uh, that was a funny moment right um okay. <laughs> so like i i get to it and at this point like i'm shoot on site right by anybody who's yeah, affiliated yeah, yeah. by the board because i mean you kind of have shoot to him on accident no no oh, no okay. so this is this is the funny <laughs> moment so like i get to him and i'm talking i'm like okay cool 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 and like i let him live because like i like he's saying that he's not going to like fight me okay yeah, yeah, yeah. so he's like yeah i'll just let you through man and so I end the conversation. It's like, yeah, I'll let you live. Imme- he immediately pulls out his gun and starts shooting at me because, like, I, he's part of the board. I'm an- like, <laughs> that, like, because I'm uh, affiliated against the board, he immediately starts shooting at me. And I'm in, like, full power armor. <laughs> um,. Like, not the best armor, but pretty damn close. Because I'm also science, so everything I have has been tinkered to fucking max. Yeah. And I'm just looking down at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, with this little pea shooter gun. Until, like, one of my cohorts just 
blasts him out of fucking nowhere. I'm just like, okay, fuck that outcome. <laughs> Let's just continue on with the mission. <laughs> so I almost, almost had something like that happen. Cause like the board, the board was shoot on site, and so was I. Cause you know it's in the middle of the raid. Mm-hmm. So like you've got you've got your allies come in to help you, yeah. And then you got people from the board shooting against you. So I was like, if you're not, if you're on the opposite side of the wall, you're getting shot. So I was just blazing through, just gunning people down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I opened the door to the chairman. And I like I was mid click on the on the trigger, like it was just about to go off. And right before I pressed it, I saw subtitles pop up on the screen. And I was like, "Oh wait, no story." <laughs> like Oops. it was like his face was in the crosshairs. He was going to die. <laughs> if he hadn't spoke, if he was like a second too late. I would not have had him, but I kept. But he he stays, and I kept him as a uh, as a face, basically. Like if you needed any like corporate decisions, you would li- you would just have him say it, and people would be like, "Oh yeah, okay, yeah, okay, we're cool mm-hmm. with that." You know, so, you know he yeah. he accidentally died by his dumbness. <laughs> like hey, just I, he's rich doesn't mean he's smart. Yeah. So. Eh. You know, what uh, you what go ending? For the king, you better not miss. What what ending did you choose? Like the the like, did you stay uh and like help uh with all the um uh, oh, scientists? I, I stayed. I stayed to help. Oh okay. So another uh, like, there's there's an extra ending that you can only have if you have dumb. Uh, and I think I've told you it before, but it, it made me laugh the hardest at that game. Uh-huh. And so with the dumb uh with the dumb ending um you know you you've gone through this in, this sector with all these different uh these people that you've collected over over the uh different planets fighting yeah. uh tyranny all this stuff right and you know Phineas looks at you is like what will you do like how are are will you lead us and your answer is like i just wanted some ice cream it's <laughs> he's like, and he's like, oh, uh, well, you certainly deserved it. Um, yeah, I guess I'll just stay here and run the colony by myself. Enjoy your frozen dessert. That's <laughs> and, and I just loved hearing the uh, the um, narrator at the end. <laughs> just explained that like you just let everyone do the, your own job you said you knew everything led up to this moment this frozen <laughs> dessert <Hey. laughs> from spacer's choice <laughs> oh, it was amazing i loved it so much yeah, that is a, a good good game oh yes yeah, super you know, there's also a um like a secret ending with um uh what's it called the hope that uh you can get if um if you don't have the correct science because <laughs> you know, know 
yeah so you know how like you go up to the hope and like you have you put ada um into like jump it over to where uh the uh the colony is close to yeah, wherever yeah, yeah, you yeah. need to be mm. so um is there one where it fails yeah so you because there's a way where you can say is like nah don't worry i got this and then ada's like hey if you mess up like one wrong calculation and it's over yeah it's like you know i got this and you like you can choose like it's a dumb option but you can yeah, choose yeah. it and there's like if you don't have like 80 uh science you fail and you just get put into the middle of the sun jesus <laughs> end of game <laughs> yeah because i saw that as an option to either let ada do it or you do it and i just chose ada like i didn't even i didn't even give it a second thought yeah uh but i didn't even realize that was funny, that was funny. <laughs> oh man it's greatness but, you know i'm i'm really interested in to see what the creators of the outer worlds have in store um mm -hmm. because you know there's a lot of questions that are still like you know out there like yeah what happened to earth that's like a huge question that that's right that's right earth sure is like a big old unknown yeah so um like i'm and like because from how it's kind of like described like in the lore is that like you know halcyon was bought by these mega these corporations so that mm -hmm. mean that that would imply that there's you know other colonies yes so yeah, what, yeah, yeah. so what's going on over there you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's it'd be really interesting i think they have a lot of ways that they can like make another story and then there's even stuff that they could still do in halcyon absolutely um, it's it's time it's time for uh, the Outer Worlds, newer Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Get get to it, Obsidian. Right after you give me Tyranny 2. <laughs> so you're after the, um... you give me Tyranny 2. You can do Outer Worlds to uh, newer Vegas, but you gotta give me Tyranny 2. That, that's the agreement. For sure, for sure. I want more Tyranny. Because that's a fun-ass game. It is. It is. But, um, but that's awesome that you finished um, oh, uh, The Outer Worlds. Yeah, and I'll do another playthrough when I have all the all the DLC. Are you going to be part of the board? <sighs> Maybe. I, I can't, might, just for the sake of just, switching sides. Just yeah. to see what it is. Just to be spited. Just to be uh, angry about it. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. it goes against my moral codes mm -hmm. but that's okay uh yeah no give me tyranny too i'm looking at it on steam give me tyranny too that's so fun <laughs> like when the game ended i was like that's it yeah <laughs> so what else have uh, you which been is doing? a good thing um what else what else have i been doing um so what else have i done I have a lot of the stuff that I've been doing is stuff that we've been doing together. That's fair. Um, That's fair. But what I've also done is uh, watching more WandaVision. Oh, how's that been? Uh, WandaVision is excellent. I think it's really good. 
Um, we, we've talked about before while, while not recording, but I think, I think for right now in the current like state of the world that we're in, uh, I think Marvel TV shows are a fantastic idea. Mm-hmm. Um, because WandaVision is, uh, is the way they're telling the story. It wouldn't work as a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, there are, there are, there are episodes where they have, you know, the live studio audience where it was apparently filmed in front of an actual live studio audience. Um, you know, with people cheering, clapping, you know, doing the normal thing yeah. and it just, and it wouldn't work as a movie. Yeah, definitely not be, a, be kind of like, it, it, there'd be, it'd be an interesting like shtick for a set for a little bit, but it wouldn't be able to last like two hours, yeah. like consistently two, three hours. Exactly. Um, and I think, I think it's a, I think it's a cool, cool little story. Um, and I think the way it's being held together and so far, I think what, five episodes are out at the time of, at the time of us recording this. And, uh, they just got to a huge, huge reveal that, uh, actually means quite a bit, uh, for the MCU. Um, so I'm very curious as to how it goes. Uh, if you're you're on the fence about it i say watch it the only downside i think there is for it is when um you know theaters do come back if slash when they do come back and people are like able to safely go to them um it's going to be a little awkward having the main movies that have you know shared continuity and like the characters show up and it's like, well, who the fuck is that? Or like, I thought this character, you know, is dead or whatever. And it's like, well, if you want to know the story, you better watch my TV show, you know? Yeah. It's going to be kind of like a, um, uh, kingdom hearts feel almost. Yeah, exactly. Where like, you need to like, you need to be like following everything in order to like get all the information. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But for now, it's fine because, you know, no one goes to theaters and Disney's putting all the movies and the TV show on Disney Plus. So it's it's easier access. Um, it's all there in one place. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, WandaVision's cool. And uh, if those who don't remember, WandaVision, uh, Wa- WandaVision I, I believe, is supposed to lead into a sort of setup for... The next Doctor Strange movie, because Wanda, um, the Scarlet Witch, is supposed to be, you know, the the, the secondary lead in that movie. Okay. Um, so at some point, you know, that's gonna that's gonna converge. That's gonna show up. But the mo- the show is great. I like it. Um, awesome. I've I've read uh, about the the vision standalone thing and as well as like the one the original like wandavision plot line that it's following uh it's cool i kind of wish they i think i said it last time but i kind of wish they like leaned more into the vision side because you know the vision comics uh storyline is pretty damn good (laughs) uh it's also pretty damn dark uh with like vision literally creating his own family that are like basically just pieces of his own construct and they kind of have to like exist and all the his wife and two son uh two kids rather have to have like existential 
crises on a daily basis, all the while trying to be a nuclear, like, average American family. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's actually really good. It's, it, the way they handle it is, is pretty darn amazing. Um, I'll have to look into but, it. But, um, WandaVision's good. I like it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching, uh, keeping up with sort of the Promised Neverland with with my girlfriend. I'm okay. That. And that, uh, how's that? So it's actually very interesting. So the second season, uh, I think is really good, except for the most recent episode that dropped. Oh really? Uh, yes. Hot takes from Eli. So, well, it's not really a hot take. It was kind of oh. cold. It's kind of oh. like freezing cold at this point. <laughs> but the most recent episode uh, may, does, a, does a specific reveal. Mm-hmm. But it skips an entire arc in the manga. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so, so I... I I saw it trending on Twitter. Okay. And I, I looked into it and yeah, the, the, the episode skipped an entire arc. And it apparently like wrote out a character. And this arc was apparently like a really popular, like fan favorite arc. And the character that got cut was a really popular fan favorite character. Oh yikes. Uh so yeah, that that sucks. I haven't seen the episode. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm probably just gonna binge the manga up to that point. Um, but you know, apparently they they dropped the fucking ball, hmm. uh, which is unfortunate because the 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 anime is was is really good. Hmm. That's kind of unfortunate. Um, yeah. Do you think like maybe it's like something in the background? That would cause them to do something like this, like maybe like a time crunch, or I don't know. I I don't I don't know. Cause I, I I I could own like I could only suspect that overseas it's not as popular. The arc mm-hmm. I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know. And sometimes uh, but that, with... that happens. Yeah, because we uh... we do have to kind of remember that the majority of anime is not really like centered towards or it's not like western centric you know what i mean like it's yeah. ba- like it's it's their prime audience is in japan is the japanese yeah uh you have every oddball uh every every couple that is you know more western centric more western inspired yeah every couple say like jojo uh, mm-hmm. or things like that where, where like the author is a westaboo die hard um <laughs> To the point where, like, it causes legal troubles over here. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I have no idea. And considering what the reveal is, yes, I got spoiled on that. Considering what that reveal is, I would say you kind of need that arc to, like, really give that, that reveal more of a punch. Mm-hmm. But, whatever. I don't. I don't know where the anime is going from here. Maybe they'll like do a big old flashback, but at this, but I don't know. It won't. It wouldn't make that much sense. Yeah. But um, yeah. 
Maybe it's just, maybe it's just say like a time like they only have like a certain amount of episodes, but it's weird that they cut out a like fan favorite arc. But yeah, who knows? Who knows? Uh, what else have I been doing? I haven't really been doing much else. Uh, at least you know outside of what we've been doing together, right? Even watching and doing together. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, you want to go ahead and jump into that? Yeah, hey, let's go ahead and do that. All right, so. Adam caught up on Attack on Titan. He is fully caught up on the anime of Attack on Titan. Oh, boy. Down to the, what, the ninth episode that came out? I think it's the eighth. At the time of this recording? Eighth? Eighth episode that's out at the time of this recording? Mm -hmm. Um, We are fully caught up. Adam, what do you think? Bro, fuck Gabby. Uh, it's, It's, you know, it's... It's really well done. It took a a turn that I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, I I did not expect what was in the basement, and um, you know that that's it's really good. I I've 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 been enjoying it. Uh, one thing that I've learned is I do not like watching shows on a week to week basis. Uh, I am not used to that. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't like having to wait. I I like to binge my shows. Mm-hmm. Um because it's like because t- we watch like this is what Monday we watched the show or the episode yesterday, mm-hmm. and I want to know what happens next, but I gotta wait till next Sunday. So it's kind of like annoying. Welcome <laughs> to the rest of the world. I don't like in being terms the of rest anime, of the world. At least. <laughs> Yeah, we 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 live in this uh we're in this uh binge heavy society where they just kind of drop the whole, you know, season in your lap. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Watch that within a week, bitch." And they just kind of like yank on your collar. Um but no yeah, now here, you know, with us in terms of anime and other and a couple other shows, you know, you got you got to wait a week. Wait your week. So yeah, no, it's um you know the the weight's killing me. I think the most. Yeah, it's an adrenaline rush, huh? Watching it. Yeah, definitely. Once that ball rolls, it doesn't stop. Oh no, definitely not. It's it's especially you know, that third season. I I I really liked the third season. I hope that like the fourth season will like you know bring kind of like that same energy. Um. And I think it, it's doing pretty well. I mean, like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's got a different story than like all the other ones, mm-hmm. uh, comparatively. Yeah. But I don't know. It's good. It, the third season's a tough one to beat. You know what I mean? Because a lot happened. Yeah, a lot like, happened. That's, that's where everything happens. Yeah. The third season. Uh, at at depending on where you look. The third season's kind of the climax. Yeah. Especially since the fourth season is the last one. So. Like. Yeah. The fourth season's where we, like, accomplish the goal set out from the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh. And I said it while we were watching it, but, like, just the fucking hints. And the foreshadowing that gets dropped uh, throughout the show. Like, even from the first fucking episode. Oh, yeah, no, amazing. for sure. 
Like, because, like, just looking, like, because uh, I did watch, like, a little bit of Attack on Titan before um, we started watching it together. Um, but I didn't, like, get, like, super far in. I think I got to, like, through, like, a season or two. Um, but, you know, watching it again, like, vaguely remembering some of the stuff, it's like, oh, that's... That's that's uh what's it called? That's some foreshadowing right there, like in oh, your yeah. face. They're not even this, they're not even hiding it. How this one character is like shows up in one episode and you think they're super irrelevant, but then they come back two seasons later and give a fucking uh plot dump, <laughs> exposition dump. Yeah. Oh, and it turns man. out that they were actually there the entire time. It's so great. And then just the action and the adrenaline. It's it's so good. It's so good. It 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 does really well. Um I think that just like the characters are all like super likable or like in a way, like not all of them are like what you like or they're not like who you like, but it's just like you can respect them. You know what I mean? And they they all mesh well together too. Yeah. Yeah. Um was it uh Erdwin? Erdwin was pretty yeah. great. Pretty great. He is. He is. He, he is pretty great. I'd follow that man into battle. Super advance. Advance. As he's getting <laughs> just getting like uh his arm is being bit off. Advance. Yeah. So good. But um, yeah, that was that was fun watching. Uh, I'm I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the fourth season uh, is done by a different studio. Yeah. Uh, studio Mappa. Uh, there is a clear change, but it's not a bad one. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, because, like, there are some, like, um, uh, animes that, like, are, have that change and it kind of, like, takes away a little bit from it. Like, I think, okay. uh, uh, I haven't seen it, but I know that you were talking about like uh, One Punch Man. Um, yes. Whenever they went to from one studio to the next, that yes. it was kind of like a turnoff for you a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, because in retrospect, it got a lot of hate. Mm-hmm. Um, but in retrospect, it's not as bad as people um, as people say say it is. It's just not as good. As what came before it. Right. But like. There are some good moments. In in the season 2 anime. There are some actually pretty well animated moments. But. It's just in the back of your mind. You're like. But this isn't as good as it could have been. Yeah. If it was I believe Madhouse. The original studio. I think it was Madhouse. Do, um, do we know why. Um. I'm sorry, I'm going back a little bit. Uh, do we know why uh, Attack on Titan has a new uh, studio? Uh, off the top of my head, I don't know. But my guess is that the original studio was already booked at the time. Uh, okay, okay. Because uh, anime, stu- anime studios get booked like years in advance. Uh, okay. It's why it's the reason why One Punch Man got moved to a different studio. 
Oh, because okay. uh, I believe it was Madhouse. Madhouse was already booked at the time. It's the reason why uh, Seven Deadly Sins' most recent uh, uh, season got moved to a different studio. Because their original studio... Uh, actually, their original studio fucking dropped them. Because <laughs> it wasn't profitable anymore. Um, and all other studios were booked in advance. Except for the one that they did find. And the, se- and the latest season of, uh, of Seven Deadly Sins is Toilet Water. Um, and it disappoints me even more because that season that it covered was probably some of the best content in the manga, but that's neither here uh, nor there. So um, yikes from me, dog. Yeah, I really hated it because actually one of my favorite fights was in that uh, was in that like bulk of story, and mm-hmm. they fucked it up super hard. But whatever, manga still exists, so I'll always have that. Um, But ultimately, what the point is for Attack on Titan is a fuck Gabby. Yeah. Uh, Aaron did nothing wrong. Super didn't. Uh, And if you don't know what we're talking about, watch Attack on Titan, or just simply live with the fact that fuck Gabby. Fuck Gabby. And if your name is Gabby, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so so sorry. But fuck Gabby. Super. Oh man. Cause isn't it like uh like manga people uh that that have like finished like the manga or whatever, they've read it through. Uh they're all like, you know, Gabby's okay and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like, no, you don't know. Yeah, no. no, so there were there were there were so it was it's, it's actually flipped. There were anime only people that were like uh that saw the first episode that she was introduced and was like, oh, you know, this is this is a wholesome character. She's she's pretty good. You know, she's oh, okay. a wholesome, wholesome, great character. And then the manga people were like, you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know. And then the thing happened. And now everyone's like, fuck Gabby. Fuck, fuck Gabby. Gabby. <laughs> Drop oh, them man. kids. Oh, man. Okay, I thought um, I thought there was like because something redeemable about her later on in the manga. Maybe, maybe. We're not I have no idea. Know. I'm pr- I'm I'm someone. It's a who, long road. Let me yeah. tell you that. <laughs> it's yeah. a long road to redemption. And I I'm someone who will hold that grudge for a long time against a character. Yeah, you, you still hate. You still hate Yusuke it, from fuck Persona Yusuke. Five. Fuck you, Skay. For that, for that one thing he did was never in my party. Not once. <laughs> Not once. Even if it um, was more of a tactical thing, like oh, he does like whatever kind of attacks or whatever. Nah, we'll make it without him. I kn- I didn't even know where like he was. Like you know how like you can go and talk to them and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. He's a, never, he's in the train never, station. never sought him out. Never searched for him. In fact, he was he was an eyesore every time he was on my screen. I hated Yusuke. So the story for this is um, Adam when Ad, he never finished Persona Five, but yeah. when he played it, um, there was there was a specific moment in Yusuke's introduction where he pushes Ryuji. Uh, and like that one action, he, I think you finished like his palace and you've seen his whole story arc. Yeah, super. Uh, but that one action 
that what that first impression left such a sour taste in Adam's mouth that he just hated Yusuke. Yep, hated him completely. Didn't re- I? I didn't even care about him. Yeah, sucks, buddy. Because I forgot the context, but he just comes up. I think it's like when you don't even know him at that point. He just comes up and like shoves Ryuji out the way. Yeah, and like I just remember Adam's just outrage when he saw that happen. <sighs> Because uh, because oh. my best friend, you just pushed over. Yeah. How dare you? Oh That's... man, hate him so much. Um, speaking of uh, rude, crude, and with an attitude, um, <laughs> we also continued watching uh, Black Lagoon. We sure did. We finished the first season and started the second season of Black Lagoon. Yeah. That was uh that that shows a that shows amazing. It is really it. good. I love it so much. It it is a definitely a different um tone that you don't normally see. Uh a lot of it's a little aged. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> uh there there are some there there are some scenes that have aged like fine milk. <laughs> but overall it is it is a fun show just to watch um but there are some scenes in that show that have that haven't uh that have aged majestically uh <laughs> i will always and forever remember uh i think it was around like the sixth or seventh episode when they are uh fighting the neo-nazis yeah um and then dutch confronts like the the basically the leader of that corner and uh and the dude's like man it's like it's a shame that you're a negro or i'd offer you an iron cross and dutch's response is fuck you cracker yeah <laughs> and like, that's the best that's the best oh man uh because like i've never ever ever seen in anime and very few like western shows even do something like that yeah uh and like this is a show that doesn't give a fuck it, it really uh, doesn't and I, res- and I respect it for that yeah but you know um, it's it's it is a you know if you want to see just like craziness give black lagoon a, a watch it's great um, is, and then there's moments that it's like, oh, that's fucked. Yeah. Oh, that's that's wrong. Like that that person did that to him. Mm-mm, that's bad. First arc of the second season, like, <laughs> starts off with a fucking bang. Yeah. Uh, and you you talked you talked about how you kind of like the second season a little bit more. I do. You prefer I do. its its structure a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I mean, the, like, the first season is good. Like I enjoy yeah. it. it. It establishes the characters, and I think that's mm-hmm. kind of like what was the important part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think the second season is more of like an actual story, or like has more story elements than what the first season had. Yeah. Now, now that we know the characters, um, let's put them in these crazy, insane situations. Um, yeah and even and even some some more minor characters are showing up a little bit more and having more uh prominence uh which is cool oh yeah uh them like 
fleshing out Roanapur. Roanapur? Yeah, Roanapur. Yeah, Roanapur is amazing. Like, I love it. Just from, like, a... Like, because I, I play, like, you know, Dungeons and Dragons. So, I, like, I love building stuff and building, like, worlds and whatever. Settlements and stuff. And just mm-hmm. seeing, like, how they built Roanapur. And just, like, the different factions and stuff like that. Like, you got the Russian mob, which is, like, Hotel Moscow and the Chinese and stuff. All this just happening in Roanapur. It's really cool. In this in this tiny little uh, spit on the map bumfuck town where only trash humans go. Yeah. It is, it's greatness. Absolutely. And, like, I, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Some of it gets a little too dark for my own personal ethics, but I think that just makes it all the better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, some of that stuff would break a uh, a small vanilla man like me, but that's okay. Because uh, I, I just want everybody to be happy. Yeah. That's that's all I want. And if people aren't happy, then that makes me unhappy. Oh, uh, so like, fuck. Oh man, the, the ending <laughs> to one of those arcs, like. Jesus, yeah, it's so good. Uh, came out of fucking nowhere. But that's the best part about it. Yeah. Oh man, just the show doesn't give a fuck. You know, these some of these characters will not have a happy ending, or like Mm -hmm. it's so bittersweet. Yeah. Uh, and I think that I think that part of it is the best part about the show. It's very bittersweet in a lot of aspects. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not supposed to feel good. Um, and a lot of a lot of these situations are these characters making the best of a bad situation. Yeah, for sure. Uh, while it doesn't excuse a lot of their actions, you can still understand why they do what they do. And that's the important thing. Definitely. Uh-huh. But on to more uh, factions and intrigue. Uh, I have started my own journey down the show of controversy, but still really good. Uh, House of Cards. Mm-hmm. How are, how are you um, liking it so far? I, I'm loving it. I'm loving awesome. it. Awesome. I, I've talked about it before on the podcast, but I love uh, 4D chess. Yeah. Uh, because that's that's the kind of stuff that I eventually want to try to like write and uh, get better at is my as my in my own craft, but like I just love it when you know the characters step away and they're like, here's the board, here are all the pieces, here are my moves, you know, like this is what I'm these are my, this is my step by step strategy and this is how it's going to go and oh, it's yeah. so and it's 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 cool I love it. And then when it's like, uh, then the other person at the other side of the table does their board. And it's like, I know what they're going to do. This is their step-by-step process. So here's my step-by-step process of how I'm going to get around their step-by-step process. And then, then like, when the two go together, it's like two gods, you know, battling it out. It's so great. Uh, And it's just politics. So it's literally the exact same thing. (laughs) Yeah, Except no. we are the pawns. Uh, doesn't it feel great, Eli? <laughs> oh man, it's just it's just politics. Yeah, it's just politics, but it's so entertaining. 
it, it like I love House of Cards. Um, you know, like as the show, right? I love the um, you know, just the character development of of these different ones, like with mm-hmm. Russo, like how he's um, you know, you know, at first like he was kind of just there, right? Yeah. But you're seeing him like kind of like you see that ambition in him mm-hmm. with a lot of baggage. There's a lot of baggage with him. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, you know that like Frank's really just using him. Because like yeah. we like like Frank doesn't care about this guy, but this guy is useful to him. So exactly. Oh man, it's and that's I, just the game. That's yeah. just politics. Yeah, and it only radicalizes me further. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, I hate it so much because it's just, like these people don't care about, don't actually care about the policies and things that they're pushing. It's just the game. Mm-hmm. It's just a move for power and money. They don't give a fuck about who it benefits or who it like doesn't. Yeah, ultimately, but that's politics. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I love it. I love it. I can... I, and this is going to be a point of controversy, I already know. But I'm, I'm choosing my words very wisely. So, like, Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm not, like, an apologist or whatever. Like, what he did was fucked. And, you know, he does deserve the punishment he's gotten. Uh, and more. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I can see why people are so bittersweet about it because like watching him act and watching him perform, he's really good. Mm-hmm. He is. Uh, like, holy shit. Like really, really good. Hey. Has he, has he won awards I for, I, for Frank? I believe so. Let me see. Cause it's it's really good. Yeah, no, uh, his his portrayal of Frank Underwood is you know, it it is really good. Um, but like again, it doesn't like excuse anything. But yeah. I don't. They the two things are not like. Uh, like they the for me i feel that they're exclusive you know what i mean yeah like the like he can be good like he's got i don't know he can have the talent but still be a shitty person yeah Uh, but in like in house of cards he does an amazing uh yeah he did win uh the uh, golden globe award for best actor Cool, 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 cool. Uh, television series drama. Cool. Um, and that was in 2015. Mm-hmm. But you know he, um, because I have to like choose my words as well. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a it's a touchy sus uh, it is, subject. It is. But you know his portrayal of Frank in House of Cards, it it, it gives that. You know that like that feeling of you know ruling with an iron fist. Um, that is you know really interesting to see. Um, 
because it's not just like like he's he's ruling with an iron fist with a smile yeah he's he's feeding you shit but he's but he's happy about it Mm -hmm. uh and just and i what i love are kind of like the seamless transitions of him talking to the audience and him just going back to the scene oh yeah no they're Uh, the best and like he really did a good job but fuck him as a person Mm -hmm. for for the fucked up shit that he did um but yeah and also for putting the actors and the crew and you know everyone involved with the show like out of a job uh there's also that because you know show's not going to get finished and also, it also gets even weirder because now, because every time I think about Kevin Spacey, I have to remember that like whenever nowadays he does any like public videos, and you can look on his his YouTube page, you can see that like whenever he makes like a statement, even when he was talking about the allegations, he was doing it in character as Frank. Oh, really? And it's very like weird, uncomfortable. Because he's, like, talking about the allegations against him as Frank talking to the audience. And it's so uncomfortable. Because it's like, what are you, like, what, is this, is this just, a, like, a, an episode for you? Like, what, like, what, what is this to you, my guy? Yeah. Um, but I have started. I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck Kevin Spacey. That's, that's about that think that is all that i've done of note for my week yeah um i haven't really been doing too much um this uh this past weekend um my uh my parents were out of town so um i was able we were you know just having fun stuff like that with the kids and stuff um i grilled uh some pork chops that was fun yeah they came out really good uh reminded me that like i oh yeah i do like to cook so i'll probably be trying to do that more often yeah absolutely it's also healthier yeah yeah and uh oh yeah i watched i watched a show on um netflix this was you know it was at a time eli was like fuck you adam I'm just going to go to sleep. And I was like, what do you mean? It's only like one in the morning. Um, And I was like, fine, I got to figure out something to do to like entertain me. So I was Uh on Netflix. (laughs) So I was on Netflix just looking to see if I could find like a a show. And I found one and it's called Bonding. Oh, God. (laughs) We're going going on this rabbit hole. (laughs) Yes, it's it's great. Um, I loved it. Uh, so this this show called Bonding, all capital letters except for the I. It's a little capital. It's a little, little lowercase. Um, is about this. Uh, what's it called? This dominatrix, um, who's going to grad school to be a psychiatrist, and her. A childhood best friend who uh, is a aspiring comedian who's gay, mm-hmm. and she basically 
uh, hires him to help her with her like dominatrix stuff. And it's it's a fun it's a fun show um that's uh it it does pretty good like you know with character development like the the episodes are only like 10 to 15 minutes long Mm -hmm. but like these characters get developed pretty well at least in my opinion um and it's, it's it's just it was a fun you know show and a fun mm-hmm. like viewing experience and then looking into like a different like you know aspect of the world if that makes sense mm-hmm. but you know yeah it was it was fun to watch there's two seasons on netflix um it took me it, i i watched it all in like this one sitting so take that with what you will it was fun yeah, I also remember it like made you feel some type of way. Yeah, like it wasn't. <laughs> it just it like it made me you know more curious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just like you know, because like the whole idea of like the the moot the show was kind of like you know expression of self and um, sexual you freedom. Know, sure that, that was honestly that wasn't really like the the focus like oh, okay. at all like oh, that, okay. that that wasn't the focus uh that's just what they did right uh it was more of you know understanding yourself because like uh what's it called the the aspiring comedian had really bad stage fright mm-hmm. and he um you know, he had a lot of anxiety and stuff like that. So he, he, while he was like, he went to these comedy clubs and stuff like that. And he would be the next person in line. He would never go up and he'd just leave. Uh, until like he started working with, uh, with Tiff, the, the dominatrix. And he started, um, you know, getting more comfortable in front of people. Right. And it was just, it was really cool. Like just seeing that, like that that character development of him like growing as a person in this kind of like like a little bit of wacky or just like kind of obscene like um moments with these with these individuals mm-hmm. uh and then like he also needs to pay rent and stuff like that and with her with with tiff it's you know she has a lot of she doesn't really talk about her feelings at all and she has a lot of pent up like you know frustrations and uh like just shit and she right. doesn't talk about it so her like learning more about how to be more willing to being more vulnerable uh was really cool really cool to see so it it is a it is a you know it at first, I watched it because the haha bonding. That's that's why I watched it at first. That's why I clicked on it. Mm-hmm. But you know, watching you got it, more it than actually... you got more than what you thought you would. Yeah, exactly. So definitely give it a show, give it a watch. It's really cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Other than that, I haven't really been doing much. Um can't really play any new new games until you know i get a job (laughs) so kind of just watching shows yeah 
We're working on it. Yeah. We're working on it. Oh yeah, for sure. Hey, Eli. Huh? Eli. What? What's that? Oh, I think it's ad time. It's but, ad time. But we're but. coming at you with our first ever uh, technical sponsorship. Ooh. Uh, I say technical because it's our it's it's our uh, podcast daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so if you're listening to this, that means uh, you like podcasts. Um, you know, it, it's it's a fairly fairly simple process to get started. The hardest part, in my opinion, is just starting. Yeah. Um, but when you do that, you're gonna need. You can you you're gonna need someone to to host it and distribute it. Um, well, why not come on come under the wing of a Podbean, our podcast daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and tell you what, because I believe in it, we'll even try to help you and hold the door open for you. We've got a link for you, a special link. Uh, if you go to uh, www.podbean.com/yelling. Uh, you can use that link and get a uh, one month free of the the paid plan that they offer. Uh, oh, that's pretty and nice. All the, and get all the benefits of the paid plan. That's pretty pretty cool. Absolutely. And that link once again is www.podbean.com/yelling. Go ahead, put that in the doobly doo uh, in your little in your little bar. Put that in and start your podcast journey. Ooh, and maybe wee. we'll see you right next to us while yeah. we're yelling in the distance. Well, that's pretty cool. Definitely check that out. Mm-mm. Absolutely. All right, Eli. Now, the news. The news. So, Adam. Uh, it is to my knowledge that you like playing the game uh, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. Yes, I do. And then its sequel, uh, Shadow of War. Yes. Great games. Yeah. Well, what if I told you that Warner Brothers, that WB Games is, has filed a patent that was approved for the Nemesis system? Okay. Um, Adam, would you yes. like to explain the Nemesis system for the uninformed? So the Nemesis system is a really cool, uh, you know, thing in um, the Shadow of War game where, um, you know, you are fighting against these orcs. They become captains, right? Mm-hmm. and these captains they got you know special things like this guy he gets mad a lot so he might have uh he gets enraged when you like attack him or he takes damage uh and or whatever right just a whole bunch of different stuff like that could be afraid of flies who knows right all of these different characters uh these different captains which you can find in the world um are they have their own you know they're procedurally generated or generated whatever Mm -hmm. um cool thing about the nemesis thing nemesis system is whenever they'd kill you they'd get promoted 
so you or they'd get a whole bunch of uh levels like if they were uh uh like just a little level five and they killed you for whatever reason because you're just playing dumb uh and you're like level 50 they jump up to level 50 and be like ha ha i'm stronger now so it was a it was a really cool um cool thing cool Mm -hmm. cool thing so that's that's interesting so they're patenting it they have a patent for it and it was approved which uh which is a bad thing Mm. um because now any game that tries to do their own take on the nemesis system they run into they have to go through wb Mm. wb games and basically pay for it okay um unless they're or unless they're a game from wb unless it is yeah unless it is under the umbrella of warner brothers interactive entertainment Mm. um and they use but you know so it's it's the same thing as when the fine brothers tried to tried to copyright uh what was it react it's the same thing when sony tried to try to uh uh, tried to um, copyright their animation style for mm-hmm. um, Into the Spider Verse. It's it's a very it's it's an unfortunate thing that basically limits creative freedom. Um, it sucks. Uh, yeah, because it just creates an unnecessary hurdle. For this, for the simple sake of money, it also creates a deterrent because if you're an indie studio that may not have the same resources that a AAA developer has, you're just gonna steer clear of the idea entirely and not even try to go through the legal troubles, um, which sucks because you never know what type of like cool idea or innovation that you have. That would yeah. that would be brought to the table. Uh, it sucks, but I don't I don't know I don't know what what. what that's kind of that's kind yeah that's kind of like the you know that's the industry though you know yes. what I mean like that's it's not really like well I don't well yeah it does suck like I can't really like fault them for doing it you know what i mean because that's what everybody does yeah i mean yeah they're not they're not the first to attempt this at all yeah um the they're they're like developers try to do this and not even like with games like studios you know company companies try to do this all the time Mm -hmm. they they come up with a unique uh idea and they want to they want to keep it as theirs um the nem like you know like i said before with the fine brothers trying to trademark the word react um and then with another example sony trying to trademark their animation style for spider-verse you know then like this happens all the time yeah and it usually doesn't go through on the grounds that like it's kind of ridiculous for it to go through um and like it puts a huge barrier unnecessary barrier in the industry mm-hmm. um but wb's got it uh, i'm not a legal person i don't know legalese i am professionally dumb um i just know that this is a bad thing um so i don't know what the future holds um 
do you know if there was like going to be another shadow of whatever um i'll be honest i haven't really been following that studio or anything like that um because i mean like it's kind of like i don't think that there'd be i mean i guess they could have a, a another game in that in that uh series but it's kind of like you know like what happens to the main character is kind of like hard to like keep going with you know what i mean yeah because to me the way i see it like i think it's an incredibly scummy thing to file the patent for it and you're not even gonna use it yeah no that's not that's not to say that they're not gonna use it right right, right, right. i'm just i'm just saying like what they could do which which could be interesting is like uh kind of have that same you know aspect of uh the shadow of war games with the nemesis system but it's Mm -hmm. in like a a crime city game sure absolutely i think that'd be pretty cool like this character you know his main thing is like molotov cocktails and like he'll just keep on throwing molotov cocktails at you but he's like afraid of cheese or whatever the fuck like you know what i mean (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) so i i think like while yeah it is uh, it is scummy that like a indie can't like or an indie company couldn't um you couldn't use the nemesis system um because you know i think there's a similar system in uh star renegade do you, mm-hmm. you remember that game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a, that's a similar aspect to uh, the Nemesis system. It's not like, you know, one-on-one. I think the Nemesis system is, you know, better. But, you know, it, it, does, it does suck, but it might be like for a future game. You know what I mean? Maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. And, I mean, at the end of the day you could also just wait for the if they if they forgot to do redo the patent just wait until their the patent falls out and it's like oh hey that's fair in, in that's that fair. like in that like two week notice that you didn't uh have that out hey i just put this game out that's fair <laughs> so yeah like, that, there, is, there is that like silver lining and i'm sure people are creative i'm sure someone will um figure out a loophole mm-hmm uh, we won't call it the nemesis system. This is the rival system. Yeah. Completely different. You know. Completely. Yeah, I don't know. The arch nemesis. There you go. Ooh. Um, so, this news, eh, I don't think we'll have much to say about it, but it's news nonetheless. Okay. Um, Final Fantasy XIV uh, announced their new expansion for this year called Endwalker. Okay. Uh, it is a new is new story expansion that will include uh, two new jobs, one healer, one melee DPS, uh, and the players going to the moon. Hey, that's pretty good. I I've not played fourteen. I do want to, like out of because like mostly because you guys wanted to play it. That's really all, the only reason why I wanted to. Yeah, I want to play and like but, actually play with people. Yeah. But like, cause like, like I, I think I've said it before, like MMOs. You're not the biggest MMO guy. Yeah, I'm not. But like, I'd try it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it, I think it's better. Well, I think it, MMOs are at their best when you're you know playing with buddies, when you're playing yeah. with friends. 
I think that's that's part of the appeal. I think that's why people still somehow play WoW. Yeah, my my cousin plays it every day. So, so yeah, uh, I don't get it because every time I go up there, it's literally just in the same like area. You know what I mean? Like it's the same dungeon he's just doing, and he's like, "I've been doing this for three hours, working hey, with like random people." I'm like, "I'm sorry." Sometimes that item is really worth it, my dude. That that uh, that hat, you really want that hat? I can't, I can't, I can't. Like, I don't judge him for it because I mean, yeah, I, yeah, play, yeah. I play League of Legends. I can't judge people. Yeah, no, um, you, you lose all right because it's the same thing. <laughs> You guys so, are doing it's the same thing just in a different like the uh, location. Eli, you're both need... you're both in the mines. <laughs> you're just in different spots. Eli, I need those internet points. Yeah, I need that skin. <laughs> uh, I need those skins. Uh, KDA. KDA. <laughs> oh man. Well, that's cool that they're they're it's still getting um you know support and stuff like that absolutely a new, a new expansion absolutely good on them uh mm-hmm. the free trial um the free trial goes all the way up to heaven's ward which is i think like the th- third of the f- now five expansions that's pretty good i think I don't know. I could I could be super wrong on my number, but like heaven, I just know Heaven Sword is like super far into the plot. That's pretty uh, cool. Yeah, no, they they and like you can go up to I think level sixty. Oh. Um. So you get so like you can get pretty far in the uh, in the free trial because uh, before I think it was like twenty, like level twenty. Yeah, something like that. I think you. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Um. But I haven't played in a while. I've it's been long enough to where I could start over and like not be sad. Um, okay. Especially if I'm with people. Yeah, I'll I definitely like. play with you. Yeah. Um, and this computer that I'm on can run it, which is great. I'm oh, it surprised can? when it it's it can it won't be like the it's it, it can do it decently. Okay. It was like a little bit of lag, but it's not like unbearable okay i i didn't know that so that's that's interesting yeah um so moving on from that here's something that's actually funny Ooh, i like funny um so terraria on was gonna be on stadia yeah Um, i remember reading that but it's not anymore why not well, the developer got locked out of his own Google account. Oh. So, it can't happen specifically because of that. That's not um, good. <laughs> he, he talks about how like he lost thousands of dollars of apps on Google Play. Uh, and he had just he just bought LOTR 4K and he can't finish it. His Google Drive data is completely gone. He can't access his YouTube channel and what? all his a- and all access to his Gmail address over what he says 15 years is gone. 
craziness. Um, he talks about on he was he was on Twitter. Twitter. He talks about how he's done nothing to violate the terms of service. So he's like he um so he says basically he took this as like an attack basically saying that this is google trying to burn a bridge and he says fuck it the bridge is burned (laughs) uh terraria for google stadia is canceled and he says his company will no longer support uh google platforms moving forward jesus oh man but it like so <laughs> I I understand like you know I'd be I'd be royally pissed, right? Like I I have shit on my Google Drive that I've had since like like I I sometimes I go through it and it's like, "Oh yeah, I remember that project in uh high school." You know what I mean? Yeah. But like to lose all that, like I can understand being like angry, but he didn't he get locked out of his own thing oh uh, well he said he hasn't done anything like to warrant getting locked out oh right? okay it's like, not like they, it's not like lo- he, okay like you know like he got like they locked him out google locked him out for whatever oh, it's not like he okay. lost the password or whatever okay because no, that's what like, i thought it meant no 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 he got like like basically banned oh essentially. okay okay he can't get into his account anymore and he talks about how, like, he hasn't done anything. He hasn't violated any terms of service or anything like that. Anything that would warrant that happening. Has Google come out and said anything? Uh, well, this happened, like, today. Earlier mm, today. Okay. So, okay. so far, no. Okay. Then we'll probably, if, if anything happens uh, um, between now and next uh, episode, we'll give a, a little bit of an update. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't really matter anymore for Stadia because Google Stadia is shutting down its game studios. Uh, This was reported last week on the 1st of February. So I guess it doesn't Uh, matter So it doesn't fucking matter. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Google Stadia is making a huge change, announcing that it will no longer develop games. Oh, man. You know, I was hoping Stadia would uh would do well. Fuck off. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> so, so it's not like Stadia is ending, right? Stadia right. is still the, a service. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not going to develop games anymore. They're just going to let like other publishers do it. They're going to let like the five publishers um, you know, put games on their thing. Uh, they made they opened up a studio in Lo- in Los Angeles and in Montreal. Oh no, I'm sorry. They're closing the Los Angeles and Montreal studios. Uh, my apologies. Um, and they're well. focusing specifically on the tech. So any games that they had in development or whatever, any promises or whatever that they had, I never really kept up with it because fuck Google Stadia. Um, it's canceled. It's done. Is it? Is it they, that, like, it's, I, I know that there's a, there's a Google Stadia in this house. I've never seen it. I've never seen anyone use it. Because Google, <laughs> quite frankly, Google Stadia doesn't 
offer anything like new. Yeah. Uh, the service itself is god awful. It like unless you have like, uh, you know, the high end absolute like best internet, it runs like shit. Um, there's no point in paying for Google Stadia as a service, you know, paying that monthly fee while also paying the full 60 bucks for your game. Yeah. Like, fuck all that. It's, and like, I, I shit on Google Stadia and I'll shit on Disney for doing the same thing with Mulan and now Raya, uh, the fucking dragon movie. Fuck that. That's stupid. And that's very, and it's just greed. It's just corporate greed. Yeah. Um, and I said it last uh, episode. No one cared because it was Mulan, and that movie was shite. But uh, with Raya, a movie that I actually want to watch, uh, <laughs> fuck it. I don't want to pay thirty bucks for that shit. Yeah, for sure. When that's like, like almost three times as much as I would pay going to see it in a theater. Fuck that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, fuck Google Stadia and good job Terraria. You make so much money that it being on that it not being on Stadia doesn't fucking matter anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eli, that's a game that we could play together. What we could play Terraria. Yeah, I wouldn't mind playing Terraria. Cause I know there's a lot of stuff in Terraria. Yeah, Terraria. Yeah. Games like Terraria, Minecraft, Stardew Valley, stuff like that. Those are games I could only really play with people because, mm-hmm. like, I need stuff to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like my my thing is, is, like, I, I like, I like working towards something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, actively doing something. And I also, like, when I'm with people, I also, like, just, you know, not doing anything or just not being, like... Helpful. <laughs> helpful to the team. Yeah. yeah. Um, just kind of being there, like... <laughs> I'm boo-boo the fool. <laughs> I'm boo-boo the fool. Um, bingo, cause bingo. Because, like, like, with Stardew Valley, to me, I know for a lot of people, um, and for most people who play it, it's therapeutic and calming. But for me, it's kind of boring because you kind of just do the same thing over and over. Yeah, and like I just it gets a little monotonous for me because uh, there's no there's no like big old story thing, you know. What I mean, I, and it's complicated because you can say that about like any game that I would play, but um, you know, it's that's just that's just how I feel. like I just need people there to just i I can i can understand that that was like a thing like a lot of you know the because in recent years like this well i guess it's kind of died down a little bit but you know whenever we were in high school and like those couple years a big game like you know genre that was kind of starting to boom was Mm -hmm. like that like you know first person survival um yeah the game so you got yeah, like yeah, yeah. you got arc you have seven days to die mm-hmm. uh those kind of games you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah um and my dad loves those games my dad plays those games still to this day like all the time mm-hmm. um but for me i would get bored 
because like at the time I didn't have a computer, so I wouldn't really be able to play with it. I I play whenever he was at work, so mm-hmm. I I'd be playing by myself, and it's like I'm bored. Like yeah. I don't I like yeah I could go and grind for these uh, materials to build something, but I don't care. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like I can survive just as easily by not playing. Mm. <laughs> so like I don't know some of the like those games they do I think the best part about them are with other people. Like I remember there was one game uh I don't know if you ever played it, but you there was a game called Unturned. I might have heard of it. Yeah, it was it was like, you know, think think kind of like Roblox, but uh, like first person. Okay. Um it, like so it was Minecraft? Yeah, basically not really you didn't build anything. It was just okay. a zombie. It was just a zombie game. Okay. Uh, but it was fun because I played it with. Uh, I can't remember who I played it with. I think it was. I think it was Sienta. But I remember just playing that, and I had a lot of fun because it played on like my shitty computer at the time. That yeah. like you know had the uh, <laughs> the big two monitor because that's all I had. But, you know, those kind of games, like, I think are the best when you play with people. Like, you kind of have to have, like, a goal-centric personality to be able to play them by yourself. Like, I want to build this. I want to build this house. Yeah, yeah. So, I need X, I need 500 wood. Okay, let me go and get the wood. Chop, 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 chop. So, I don't know. It's a thing like that. Because my thing, it goes a step further where it's like, all right, I'm going to build this house. But, like, I need like I need a reason for it. Like, I don't know. I, I just, I need plot yeah. or something. Or, like, yeah. I need people there so I can just dick around and, like, not build the house. Yeah, because that's your plot. <laughs> that, that's my, <laughs> that's, yes. <laughs> I don't really add much value. It's funny because I want to play with people just so I don't have to really play the game. <laughs> Which is terrible. Uh, uh, it's great. So I, everybody else could just do the thing for me. Uh, and then you and could my, just slap your name on, on the sticker? Yeah. Just slap it on? I'll be the first one to die. Uh, don't. I'm not one of those people. I, I will be the first one to like, you know get their comeuppance in that regard um but it's it's i don't know it's fun it's fun that way yeah um moving down the line this this was reported on the 2nd of february uh itris elba is teaming up with crunchyroll to develop his own animated series okay he is working on a series uh the working title is called dantai d-a-n-t-a-i uh dante dantai uh, but it is an Afro-futuristic science fiction series. It'll be set in a city where the rise of biotechnology was uh, uh, created in a wide, an ever-widening gap between the haves and haves-nots. Um, okay. But uh, this is cool. I love Idris Elba. He is a cool, cool actor. Um, I, I, I. I have no doubt that what he's doing is going to be pretty good. 
What else has uh, he uh, done or been in? Idris Elba was in Pacific Rim. He was in Thor. Um, he was the villain in uh, Hobbs and Shaw. The list goes on for Idris Elba. I have to look it up because I don't remember everything off the top of my head. Okay. Um, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. He's uh, he's Heimdall in the Thor series. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. He's... Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to see something that you'd probably recognize. Yeah, oh, I realized he was in Finding Dory. Cool. Huh. Well, that's cool. It's yeah. definitely, um, you know, he said it was like Dante, Dante. Do we have any, like, information about it at all? Or just a, just a working title? That is, that is the working title. Um, don't really know when it's coming we just have that announcement so we just know it's coming we don't know when we don't know what it is yeah we don't know when but it exists i'm I'm sure more information will pop up absolutely um i i have no doubt in my mind it's going to be good idris elba is uh is a great actor um seems like a pretty cool person from the stuff um but speaking of celebrities making things uh Lil Yachty is Ooh. developing a heist movie based on the Uno card game. I'm down. Um <laughs> so I'm nobody down. knows what the fuck this means. You don't understand? You don't get it? Uh, so, like, every part of that headline just raises questions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, because it's like, Lil Yachty? Heist movie? Uno? (laughs) Like, what? None of these pieces connect. Reverse. (laughs) Like, what the fuck does that mean? How do you make a heist movie... Just from skip, Uno. Just skip the guards, bro. <laughs> It'll be your turn again. Or reverse the... Uh, like, what the bro, fuck reverse the guards. They become your side. Because, <laughs> like... Because all I think about is that... Have you seen uh, fucking Now You See Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you see the... I think it's in the second movie where it's the scene of them getting frisked. And they're passing the fucking card around. Yeah. That's all I think about. Yeah, those. <laughs> Cuz it's like what the fuck is that movie going to like is the heist are they going to use like Uno cards as part of the heist? Bro. Uh are they heisting for Uno cards? Like what the <laughs> fuck is this movie? What is Lil Yachty doing? Oh man, he's becoming irrelevant again, bro. Like <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready because this is gonna be the best show, best movie ever. I, I, oh my god! I I guess. I mean, hell yeah! Don't don't get me wrong. I'm watching it. Soup. We're <laughs> watching it. Eli. We're gonna watch this. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. I say all this shit, but like, I will put down the money to watch this movie. <laughs> He'll put down the thirty dollars to watch it on Disney Plus. <laughs> on Disney Plus. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, though, I'll super do that. Uh, it'll be worth it. Um, so I can scream and yell about it on the internet. Um, in the distance. In the, and you will all hear it from the distance. Um, in the meantime, though, something good. Um, so Super Bowl happened yesterday. It sure uh, did. The 7th. And we got a bunch of trailers, a bunch of TV spots. One of the standout things was we got a, a full trailer for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and it's pretty good. Uh, I'm excited for it. It's going to come out. The show will start, I think, uh, March 19th. Okay, that's not too far away. Following the, the conclusion of WandaVision on the 5th of March. Oh. Oh. Um, They're like I think, planning everything out. I know, right? That's kind of scary, Eli. <laughs> so, I like it only because I love the the uh the banter relationship between um between uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um they <laughs> If they it's they have the same goal and they're working together it's a buddy cop relationship yeah right? we're like it's just banter they hate each other but they but they love each other um, yeah it's it's great you know for sure um i i'm honestly i'm excited for that i didn't realize it was uh i i didn't watch uh super bowl like at all um, me neither but um if you did uh whatever happened i hope happened good um but you know the best part about super bowl eli is like you know halftime stuff uh yes. so that's that's cool that uh we're getting some more action in marvel or movies and on the flip side we're getting a bunch of memes and the memes uh, are the best that's what that's why we have to go through i love memes yeah, the uh, the weekend, uh, walking through the tunnel, uh, memes, <laughs> uh, pretty good, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, pretty, pretty good this year. Good memes this year. Good memes. Uh, moving down the line, um, Plague Inc. We all know what Plague Inc. is. Yeah. Um, Plague Inc. had a new, uh, a, a new DLC called the, the New Virus Curing DLC. Okay. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's in it. It's the biggest expansion that the game has had uh, that adds new mechanics to help you stop the spread of a virus. Um, You can dispatch research teams around the world to track the spread, uh, boost testing capacity, you know, all that stuff that we should have done in the U.S., but we won't get there. But the point of this uh, this topic is that this DLC is free on Steam. Until COVID nineteen is under control. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. That's, uh, that's funny. that is hilarious. So, so in this one, in this DLC, you're playing as you know the people trying to, um, you're trying to survive it. That's interesting because normally in play games, like you're the you are you're, the disease. You're the plague. Yeah. So That's interesting. Oh yeah, yeah no. It sure is. It sure is there. And that's it, that's cool. 
So it is probably going to be free forever. Um, moving <laughs> on. Um, we didn't talk. Ab- we talked about her uh, in the last episode, but since then we got uh, new information from the horse itself, Cap Cap Capom, um, mm-hmm. about Lady Dimi- Dimitrescu. Dimitrescu. Mm-hmm. I'll never say her name right. Tall booby lady. Tall booby lady. Capcom has confirmed that she is officially nine feet six inches tall. Jesus Christ. That's taller than you, Eli. That is three feet taller than me. Jesus. Um, So... That that's it, that that's that's the headline. That's... Capcom put out a statement basically talking about that they didn't expect her to be super popular, um, but they're flattered nonetheless. Um, mm-hmm. And they said, as a little fun fact, she is nine feet six inches tall, including the heels and hat. Hey, I think that I think that's what it was. That's pr- that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, I think everyone, uh, you know. It's really fun just seeing, like, you know, the internet just take characters and just, like, like yeah, this is uh, this is who I like now. This and, is, like, yeah. just, <laughs> like, just explodes, like, popularity for a character that wasn't meant to be, like, popular. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just explodes, and it's like, oh, yeah, no, that, that happened. Yeah, and on that on that coattail, I have another character that got super popular, and something came out of it. So we all remember Fire Emblem. Yeah, we all know Fire Emblem, the corners of uh, the the corner of the internet. You've you've seen you've you've seen some porn thing with the Fire Emblem character. You may not of have course. known it. Uh, it's either Fire Emblem, uh, what's it called? Fucking uh, shit. What's it called? <sighs> Fuck it. Never mind. Uh, but you've all seen the thing, Fire Emblem. Yeah. Um, Fire Emblem, uh, the mobile game, Heroes. They did their annual um, character popularity poll. They have it split down for males and females. Uh, guess who won number one for males? Who? The motherfucking gatekeeper from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh! <laughs> gatekeeper was the best. Yes. And because of that... In in uh, heroes so far at least he will be playable. That's he will have a playable character. <laughs> That's so amazing. He's not playable in three houses yet. Yeah, yeah. But he is playable in heroes. I can't believe fucking gatekeeper did it, but at the same time, I fully believe it, and I'm so happy. Gatekeeper was amazing. Like just talking, uh, talk because like he had something to say every, every time. single time you talked to him. Um, my only hope, my only hope, is never give him a name. Just keep Don't him name him. He will like you can have like a little description, you know, like his character bio. It's like oh, his real name is whatever. But no, whenever you bring up the character, it's gatekeeper. Yeah, for sure. If they give him an actual name and that's what they call him officially, it'll ruin it. 
Oh yeah, because then he's just some guy. Yeah, now now he's like every other pretty boy anime character. No, he's he's the he's the the gatekeeper. Don't yeah. show his face. Keep the helmet yeah, keep, on. Keep the uh, the the uh, what's it called? The uh, stock image yes. in character. <laughs> you can see like I think like a fraction of his like uh, his left eye or whatever. Keep that and don't name him. <laughs> Oh man, that's a that's awesome. That's great. Internet, you're fucked up sometimes, but sometimes you're also really good. Um, now moving onwards uh, to something that I knew in the in my heart of hearts, but here it is. Um, according to some board meetings and some calls and all that shit. Uh, it was talked about how Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 will most likely not be released in 2021. Surprise, surprise. Shocker, shocker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, it's not really like, you're, you're right. It's a surprise, surprise, wink, wink. But like we, everyone expected it. To yeah. not really come out. Um, yeah, we we all know why they announced it to begin with. We don't need to go into it again, right? Uh, but you know, surprise, surprise, shocker, shocker. It's not they're not coming out this year. I would imagine they're not even close to being done. Yeah. Um, so we're probably not going to get it till maybe late next year. To um, early to mid 2023 we'll probably get like a we'll probably get like another cinematic this year and maybe some early like alpha footage or whatever but we're not gonna get anything substantial yeah i know for a fact out of diablo 4 um but since overwatch 2 is kind of gonna be you know reusing a lot of stuff uh, mm-hmm. So they say, since it's going to be compatible with the first game, um, you know, I'd imagine that we'll probably we'll probably get some uh, more substantial stuff about it next year. Um, but oh fuck, fuck Activision Blizzard! I'm not buying a shit. Uh, I'll gladly watch it off of YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's not really much. Like, I don't know. Like for like, I think it's a little bit like, I was interested in Overwatch, uh, Overwatch Two. Yeah. But like, it, it's it, for me like the hype of the game died down so much. Like I just I don't have fun. And like and cause like even yeah, cause there's that. For me, what I was always interested with Overwatch is the lore. I get and, the, like, the story the of the game, but then they like, but we're in a drought mm-hmm. for lore. The only time we get lore is when they release a new character. Yeah. So, fuck it. Like, and they don't. They don't like the thing. So, the thing that I don't, I because Overwatch has a lot of problems. Yes. Um. Because one, the lore. Uh, I think, you know, from somebody who enjoys Lord, same same as you, um, with them not, like, 
that it's few and far between that you normally just forget or you don't really care, right? Yeah, yeah. So then you just look at it as like, okay, it's a shooter with like, you know, characters, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, with any like competitive game, um, you're going to have the, you're going to have like people who play it competitively. Like this is the best way to play the game right now. Right. right. You saw that with uh, the rise of um, goats was what it was called. The goat meta where mm-hmm. you just had uh, in a team of six, you had three tanks and three healers. And that was your, your team comp. Right. And that was every single team comp. Right. Because there was no like either you're healing the tanks or you're the tanks dealing all the damage. Mm-hmm. Damage characters couldn't kill either one. Right. Right. Um, so they tried, so they, they tried to like buff these, the, like the damage characters, but the patches that they put out were so slow that it would just like, like the game would get stale. Right. Cause, uh, one thing that, you know, you love it or hate it, uh, league does a really good job in keeping the game fresh. Uh, and how they do that is, you know, they're, they're constantly tweaking at the characters. Like right now there's certain characters that are performing amazingly well with, um, uh, the, uh, you know, new items in, uh, in League of Legends. Mm-hmm. And don't, like, they, don't they also often like put out lore stuff? Oh yeah. No, all the time. All the time. I think there's, there's a comic book now. Yeah. Uh, they they they're doing because they're also like they've made it a big thing to um, world build a lot more because they're setting up more games. More games. Uh, and I'm really excited for the next one. Uh, I think it's like Blade of the Ruined King or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Tides or something, whatever. Yeah, I'm excited to play that game. Yeah. Um. But, you know, they, they keep it fresh and keep going, like, every two weeks. Overwatch never did that. And so you'd get into this lull point, you know, uh, as as cool as it is, because my favorite characters were tanks in Overwatch. You were always playing against them. Mm-hmm. So it would just get boring. Like, my favorite character was Roadhog. The reason why is because, like, I didn't care about my team. I did amazing damage. Like, there's a there's a combo that will kill squishy characters in one combo. that ta- Like, you hook them, pull them in, and then, like, shoot them, and then cancel your, uh, what's it called? Your shooting animation with a quick auto, with a quick uh, melee attack. And that just instantly kills people. It's great. Mm-hmm. But it only kills like squishy people. So the only times that the only people I'm fighting are tanks. So it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like it, it would get super stale and it would take months for them to like put out a thing. And then like they'd over buff someone. So now that person is way too strong. Wait, mm-hmm. wait like four months and he won't be as strong. See? It, it it gets to a point where it's like, why am I even playing? Yeah. So, yeah. 
So that's a little, I, bit, little bit of a rant. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's, that's, <laughs> that's why we do this. That's why we're. That's why we're here. Yeah. Oh, uh, I've I've ranted several times on the podcast, so that's fine. Oh, yeah. So, like with with Overwatch two, I think that um, you know, I was I was excited because how they were describing it was it's going to be like this, you know, more story based game. Uh, like it was going to have like campaign stuff like that, which means that the lore is going to be, you know, uh, or added to the more developed, but that was what? 2018. Yep. <laughs> so like it's 2021. I, Bro, I forgot about that game. <laughs> I just remember when overwatch was hot, right? When it first came out and it was super hot and like, I, I was excited because, like, I wanted the lore. Mm-hmm. And was it a rumor or was it an actual thing when they were saying that they were going to make, like, an Overwatch movie? I think it was an actual thing. But I could be wrong. But I, I remember hearing that as well. Yeah, because I, I was like, because, like, I thought that this was going to be a perfect thing for, like, I don't know, just to expand upon some a cool world. Oh, super. And... They they don't they don't do it. I remember when they were hyping it up, saying that you know the universe is going to be as expansive as the MCU. You know, Overwatch was just the first chapter, stuff like that, and they were really hyping it up. And that was like half a decade ago, yeah. longer in some in some regards. Yeah, that was back when we were in high school. Yeah, so like it, it's it's as you said, the the, the hype is gone. Because mm-hmm. I, just... I, I remember um, we would talk about it, like, all the time, like, at, at lunch or whatever. Yeah. And, like, I was so fucking dead set on um, playing Lucio. Lucio was my favorite character. Yeah. Um, and, like, I love Lucio, like, playing him. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I found Roadhog. It, 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 like, I have happy moments with uh overwatch absolutely but i can't play that game like like with league like yeah i i get frustrated a lot a lot more often than i like i'm not and i'm happy but you know at least like i feel like i'm like you know it's not like the same dull routine right that you know, Overwatch just feels—it feels like a drag a lot of the time, which is funny because like the games are usually faster. But I don't know. It, it's just like how I my my personal feel for it. I got mm-hmm. super burnt out on it. I'm more excited for Diablo Four than Overwatch Two. And I know Diablo 4 will probably take a, a bit, a lot longer to get done and come out. Yeah. Um, Thing with uh, with Diablo. So I love Diablo and Diablo 2. Those mm-hmm. were really fun games for me. Yeah. Um, I got turned off by Diablo 3. Um, one, because you needed to like be... Uh, like you needed to have your internet like be connected to the internet and at the time I didn't have like amazing internet at all. Right. And I just I I, I don't like playing like those kind of games with other people. So it kind of like took this MMO feel 
mm. a little bit for me. Right, 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 right. And you know that that turned me off a lot because there was a point, and like I know that you can beat the the boss by yourself, but it's a lot harder. But it's or it's, it's it is a lot harder. And like I just I didn't know, and I didn't want to like you know, spend even more time. Like I had to go all the way back and just start grinding through, which is like, which felt like an MMO. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. I I didn't want to do that. Like I was there. I was like thematically story-wise, I'm at the gates of a big bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, I must be this tall to, to fight the big bad. Oh, I'm not that tall yet. Yeah, I get you. Damn it. I gotta wait. Unless someone can, like, boost me up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, that was a big turnoff for me. I know that, like, a lot of people enjoyed uh, Diablo 3, and I'm more power to them. A thing that I would really like, and this is just my personal, I would really like Diablo 4 to be like Diablo 2 or 1, where it was a single-player game. Right. That was fun to me, um, and which is funny because then I just play like druid or necromancer and just flood the fucking screen with all my little underlings and just yeah. go yes, that, that yes, is fun. that is fun. Oh man, it was the best just to like have all these fucking just. <laughs> rabbits or whatever the fuck this vine tendril that just comes out of nowhere just oh i love the druid and the druids in diablo 4 or like at least i think pretty sure mm-hmm. so i'm excited for that uh i will give it another go or another so, or i'll give it a chance yeah i ain't buying that shit so um <laughs> I, I should backtrack a little bit with the gatekeeper thing. Uh, gatekeeper won number one first place for male. Uh, Marianne mm-hmm. from ha- Three Houses. Oh, won, okay. Uh, okay. Female. Okay. Yeah. She wouldn't have gotten my vote, but that's okay. Yeah. Um. So moving from there. Okay. Um. Gearbox. Uh, this was this was last week as well. Gearbox got bought. Gearbox got acquired by oh. em, by Embracer Group. Who's that? Formerly known as THQ Nor- Nordic. Okay. Um, for one point three billion dollars. Jesus, that's a decent chunk of change. <sighs> Um, so far, I mean, so far there's no, like, um, like, big change. It's kind of just now they're under an umbrella gearbox. Okay. Um. For people who don't know, what does Gearbox do? Gearbox is a game development company based in Texas. They have developed games such as uh, Borderlands they have, um, ooh, they have done Duke Nukem. They have done, done quite a bit of stuff. But now they're joining uh, the the previously known as studio uh, studio called THQ Nordic. They call themselves the Embracer Group. Did not know that. Huh. Uh, 
But the parent company boasts 57 internal game development studios and more than 200 owned franchises, including uh, Saints Row, Goat Simulator, Dead Island, Dark Siders, Metro, MX, versus uh, ATV, Kingdoms of Awe of Amulet, Time Splitters, Satisfactory, and Wreck Fest. Hmm. Well, I hope it's okay. I know a lot of people, like, enjoy Gearbox. Yeah. Um, I know Borderlands 3 has a uh, mixed reception. Yeah. Um, Though most people who don't like it don't like it for very technical reasons and stuff behind the scenes and uh, and shit like that. Which is understandable because, what's it called? Who's the Gearbox CEO? I've... Randy Pitchford? Randy Pitchford? Scumbag human being. Scumbag human being. Not a good person. Kind of like Bobby Kotick of of Activision Blizzard. Terrible Mm. person. Terrible people. But they're CEOs. What do you expect? Um, (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's that's fair. Well, I'm interested... Like... I don't I don't know too much about Gearbox or this like this embracer group. Um <laughs> but uh <laughs> but you know one thing that like we see a lot like it, it add, this will add like another corporate level for um you know games coming from Gearbox. Yeah. Um so I don't know. Take that with a grain of salt. I I'm forever going to be scarred by that by uh, EA with uh, them taking over um, Bioware. Um, so, It'll be yeah. something if Gearbox closes down. Like holy shit. Yeah, for sure. Um, have you played any of the Borderlands games? I have. It's not really my cup of tea. Hmm. But I also played it by myself. I think Borderlands is best when you play it with someone. Yeah, yeah, because they had like they even in the new game, it's still split screen co op and stuff like that. Yeah, which is something you don't see very often. Not anymore. Nope. Yeah. Oh, okay. Next thing, moving on. So this was also last week. Uh, it has been it has been announced that there will be a tabletop RPG adaptation of two properties one the dragon prince and two avatar the last airbender and subsequently version of Korra as well okay the core rule book of uh of the avatar uh of the the core rule book for the avatar rpg will be is planned for february 2022 oh Uh, this month oh no no 2022 next month next year february 2022 yeah next year um two after that two supplements will follow um the first one which will come out august that same year will be called republic city okay which well if, if the name wasn't clear enough uh, is going to be based in uh, Legend of Korra, that era, that setting. Okay. Cool. It'll have more of those, uh, what's it called? Those, uh, you know, that, that setting, I guess, basically. 
And then the second supplement, which will be called The Spirit World, is set to release of February 2023, that next year. Honestly, I'm down. Me too. Because I don't know if you remember in our uh, uh, earlier uh, episodes of this podcast, we really like um, the uh, Avatar world and stuff like that. And, you know, we both wanted, like, more. And now we can make more. Yeah, Uh, now we can make more. And also, like, with the supplements, there's going to be, like, you know, more background information, more lore stuff. Absolutely. So, I might just get, like, I might get the books just so I can read the lore. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That'd be really cool. Hey, you know what this means? Hmm. Ko the face dealer will have stats. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I'm ready. Yeah. The, yeah, oh, yeah, man. yeah. I'm, underused. I'm Super underused. Oh, he was the best. I I think the timing is just a hair off. Um, because if they had done this like a year early uh when you know avatar and cora hype would have been back at their peak mm-hmm. this is perfect sound like oh, hotcakes yeah. super when cora and the uh, last Airbender got put on netflix and then like a couple months down the road it was like hey here's here's some tabletop stuff man it would also probably brought more people to the to the fandom absolutely That'd been really cool. I think the timing is just a hairpin off. Who knows? Maybe they do have something. Well, there is something Avatar related over the next couple years uh, in terms of the the TV stuff. And love it or hate it, there is the live action series coming. Um, So, you know, it's not like Avatar is done for. Yeah. In terms of being in the spotlight. But, you know, I think this is a great opportunity uh, they should, in my, in fact, they should have done this sooner. <laughs> uh, but you know, I guess timing and interest and all that good stuff. Yeah. But um, but I think this is great. I'm excited for it. Um, we don't have as much information for the uh, Dragon Prince thing, uh, which is fine. Which we need to finish. Yeah, because uh, Dragon Prince is still ongoing. Like we're still waiting for the the fourth season, which has been confirmed to come, but. Um, you know, I like this is great. I, I'm excited for it. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, particularly, I'm excited for the Republic City uh, supplement. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mm-hmm. something I can definitely have a lot of fun with. Um, so well, we will we will have to see. I'm ready. 2022. Right. Definitely. Hey, 2022 will be our year, Eli. <laughs> We say it every year. <laughs> we, yeah, we do. Uh, but you know whose year this will be? Hmm. This will be E3's year, 2021. So oh. last year, E3 took a huge hit um, because it didn't happen. Uh, COVID happened last year. Thus, E3 was fucking canceled. And it made every, stu- every company uh, have to do their own digital um nintendo direct-esque um conference thing right um but 
E3, the uh, E3 has confirmed. They've come out and said that they will now that E3 will happen this year, but it will be all digital. Okay, it's going to be an all digital event. We don't know who the fuck's gonna be there, um, but it's happening. Yeah, because I think the a thing that we were like a little worried about was that like E three is just going to like die, you know, with it's... the with the changing times. Yeah. Um, because especially like when everybody realizes, oh, I could just do what they did, like what yeah. e what E three did for us, we could just do for ourselves. Yeah, we don't need a middleman anymore. Yeah, Nintendo uh, stopped showing up like they used to. Um, by doing Nintendo Directs. So they still mm-hmm. had like a booth and all that. But they didn't have like you know the actual on stage presentation. And then two years in a row Sony pulled out. And just didn't have a, a like wasn't there at all. Yeah. Um. So it kind of started to look like E3 was looking a little obsolete. And then Sorry. last year E3 was cancelled. Not by their own volition of course. Yeah. But you know it was canceled nonetheless thus forcing mm-hmm. every company to do their own thing now it's like now what why do we have to come back what is there to come back to when we have established our own thing i'm curious if it's going to you know if it's going to like evolve into like this kind of like where e3 is is mostly for like indie companies and like non triple a sure uh, things where it, it becomes it, it because all the other ones they just do their own yeah absolutely you know what i mean so yeah. that would be interesting for them to i mean i don't know i think that the indie um indie scene yeah the indie scene could benefit from that kind of like exposure sure but i don't know though there is also the argument that the triple a companies just rope them into their own you know press conferences because they they've done that before sony That's microsoft fair. and nintendo do have their own like indie showcase uh yeah. where they do like show off some of the indie games that are coming to them exclusively or stuff like that um so it, it depends it's a case by case right but overall i mean sure it'll still happen between the same usual days june 15th through the 17th on all online uh I don't think we know who's going to be there, but... I'm sure we'll get more information as the months start going by. Yeah, so there you go. That's pretty good. It's good good that they're, they're, you know, that they didn't just, you know, die. (laughs) So... Yeah, I mean, yeah, if they're going out, they're going out with grace. Yeah. Uh, You got anything else, Eli? That was the last thing on my docket. Okay. Um, I don't got much, uh, but, um, you know, do you know uh, Destruction All-Stars, Eli? I do not. Enlighten me. So, so Destruction All-Stars is a, uh, a, cra- a car-smashing game that was exclusively for the PlayStation 5. And was released uh, Tuesday, last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so this was last week and, um, it had a, a pretty off-putting, um, what's it called? 
feature, very annoying feature on release. Mm-hmm. And that was whenever you played in multiplayer matches, um, the voice chat was turned on by default. Oh. Yeah. So you'd get into this to a lobby or into a match and uh, you just hear the unfiltered comments and background noises from your opponents. So like, like you just hear like, you know, 50 dogs barking in the background and just a whole bunch of just stuff, right? right. Well, um, they did on Friday, so this past Friday, they uh, did come out with a hotfix for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they just, I guess, just disabled voice chat in multiplayer lobbies. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like they're, they kind of just took it out. So I don't, I, I haven't played the game. I don't know too much. I don't have a PS five, but, um, if you did play, uh, destruction, all stars and was like turned off by that, they did fix it or put a bandaid on it and are trying to like figure out a better way to do voice voice chat. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, I saw that. I was like, Oh, Oh, yeah. just being able to hear like my opponents and just all their stuff. Ooh, I I'll, I'll take it whenever they hit the button. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking of one uh, of, of bug fixes, something did I did remember something. Uh, oh. on, an ongoing saga that began and ended uh, within the last couple weeks mm-hmm. uh, because we can't escape it but I think it's major enough that we can they, I think it's relevant enough that we can talk about it <sighs> we gotta talk about cyberpunk <sighs> oh here we go here we go again so turn that turn that uh, episodes without cyberpunk to back to zero <laughs> um, because yeah so they put out the patch, one of the uh, one of the con- uh, the patches, the fixes that they promised. Uh, one point, I think it was one point two. That was mm-hmm. supposed to fix all. That was just a big old bug fix. Um, so that happened, and then so people started making mods, uh, lots of mods. Um, but then it came out that the mods that people were making. Um, because of the update and all that good stuff, all that technical stuff, it made your PC exposed to hackers. Oh, shit. <laughs> Thus, CD Projekt Red um, put out the patch 1.21, which fixed that. That's uh, good. So they, they put the band-aid on that. Um, the reason why I felt the need to bring this up is because, um, I just think it's so funny, so, so funny that even when CD Projekt Red picks themselves up and dusts themselves off, you know, put the band-aids on the wounds, they disinfect it, you know, and they, and they take that mighty galliant's first step forward, they trip again. So sad. <laughs> oh man, it it is it is kind of humorous. Just everything. Like if it could go wrong, it will with Cyberpunk. Feels like yeah. We're not even at the content patches yet. Yeah. 
We're not even getting content yet. They're just fixing the game. Um, so bad. Oh man. But well, that's yeah. That's that, crazy. That was, that's that's the end of my docket for real. Yeah, I don't got too much. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else. I think you you covered all the stuff that I had. Okay. Cool. cool. All right. Well, everybody. Thank you guys for listening to this is yelling in the distance podcast. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you are enjoying our this content, go ahead and give us a a like and a follow uh, on whatever you're listening to us on, so you can be updated. Uh, we're you know we have our Podbean website, but you can also find us uh, at, on Twitter at underscore or yeah at yelling underscore in. Uh, we have a Facebook page. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, all that jazz, Pandora, YouTube, YouTube, Alexa. You can you can say uh, Alexa, play yell the latest yelling in the distant podcast episode, and boom, you'll hear us right now. Amazing, absolutely. Um and yeah, if you're if you're enjoying our content, go ahead and share it with your friends, with your family. Um and you know, spread it like wildfire. Spread it like wildfire, like California wildfire. Mm-hmm. And yeah, anything else we gotta add? Um nah, aside from that good old outro music. Hey fuck Gabby, hey fuck Gabby. Hey, fuck Falco. Don't hit me. Hey, yeah, As yeah. you listen to this, how to buy some fucking spoilers. You see yeah. the title. Rizzo yeah. and Sasha, you feel me? Fuck Gabby, 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 fuck Gabby. There ain't anything nothing wrong. There ain't anything nothing wrong. Fuck Gabby, 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 fuck Gabby. There ain't anything nothing wrong. I feel like Aaron, all the ops get dropped. I feel like Aaron, nigga, I ain't sparing nothing. Wanna lose? Fuck, I'm supposed to do. You started this shit, bitch. It was just my move. Fuck, foul, go, nigga, he a bitch too. Fuck, rain up pussy ass, he a bitch too. Fuck, Gabby, 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 fuck, Gabby. Aaron ain't did nothing wrong. Aaron ain't did nothing wrong.
last year, it was fuck Rachel. And that shit was well deserved. Fuck. This year's fuck, fuck. Gabby. Fuck